The Health Minister, Joe Patla, says there are at least four deaths which are directly attributable to the Nahawu strike. We hear stories of nurses attacking ambulances with pangas. We hear stories of uh, Nahawu workers trying to drag a child on critical life support out of an ambulance. And uh, Nahawu, well, heard two responses from Nahawu people. One said that Joe Pashla was talking nonsense and that um, people die in hospital all the time. So what are these four deaths he's talking about that happens in hospitals? And the other Nahawu spokesperson said, uh, seemed to acknowledge that the deaths were due to the industrial action, but he said they were the fault, the responsibility of the government because the government did not give in to the union's demands. So deaths as a result of industrial action, the fault of the government, not of the Labour withdrawing union. Mark Hayward is the editor of Maverick Citizen. How do we stop this, Mark? How do we bring this to an end? How do we bring a greater calm, a greater sanity to wage negotiations? Good afternoon, John. Look, you know, it's difficult to know where to start, really. Probably I should start by saying that our healthcare workers and our public healthcare sector workers play an invaluable role in the health of this country, in keeping people alive, in keeping people well. Uh, during COVID, they literally saved tens of thousands of lives, and 2,000 doctors and nurses, nearly 2,000, died on the front lines of, of, of COVID. So I want to say that at the outset. But then I also have to go on and say and share with you your moral outrage and say that even though our government doesn't respect our healthcare workers, it underpays them, it expects them to work in abominable conditions where it's very difficult to actually provide healthcare. None of that justifies the conduct of the unions and of Nahau in particular and of some healthcare workers. Let me make it clear that the people who are involved in these actions are in fact a minority of our nurses and healthcare workers. But none of those actions can be justified. Basically, the strategy seems to be that to hit the government, you hit the poor, you hit the weak, you hit the sick, you hit the most vulnerable, and hope that when the vulnerable die and scream and complain, that somehow the government will respond. Well, you know, we know that this government, unfortunately, is not very responsive and not very caring. So it's a rather stupid strategy, apart from being a completely immoral strategy to pursue and a strategy which which is, is doing something completely contrary to the way unions should work, which is losing public support rather than building public support. At the very least, Mark, I would expect from the union side, and I agree with you that government doesn't treat the people who work in the public sector terribly well. Um, well, certainly not those at lower levels. Those that are at the middle to upper levels get treated very well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but at the very least, from the union side, I would expect an, an honest acknowledgement from the union leadership that this is happening and an absolute condemnation of it rather than this uh, deflection strategy which they seem to employ, employ. No, you're right. I mean, it's a cowardly leadership. It's a, it's a populist leadership. It's a leadership that isn't afraid to lead and tell its own members when they're acting badly and acting wrongly. You know, I'm waiting for Zwellenthima Vavi to say something, somebody we've looked up to in the past, but he's been silent. I'm waiting uh, for, for Zingisa Losi uh, of Kasatu to say something. She's been... Uh, uh, quiet. Um, you know, 
if, if this is the nature of leadership, this is why we have many of the problems that we do uh, in our country because people are not af- people are afraid to to call out even their own uh, members. It's easy to call out government and so on, but when it comes to your own conduct, you turn another set of blind eyes. It's it's completely wrong. It should be condemned. You know, I believe that the strike should be called off, or if it is to be continued, there should be a resolute commitment that it is done so in a way that is peaceful and where the workers' anger is redirected, perhaps at the National Health Department or the Provincial Health Departments and their officials, rather than at the the, the patients and the hospital infrastructure. This is, you know, I'm talking to a lot of doctors over the last few days and other healthcare workers. This is doing incalculable damage to our health system. This um, the next question is around a topic that I'm going to be addressing in uh, the next hour, Mark. But I know you, I saw that you wrote about rage recently on on yeah. Daily Maverick, and um, I opened my program yesterday by saying, of course, one must condemn actions like trying to pull a child on life support out of an ambulance which is trying to get him to a hospital so he can stay alive of course you must condemn it but we have to ask the question as well what what makes people so angry what makes a nurse so angry that she's prepared to swing a a, a punga at an ambulance well you mentioned my article john and if you haven't read it even though I say it myself, I'd like you to have a look at it. Because no, I, ha- I have read it, but I suspect a lot of listeners haven't. That's why I'm yeah. asking you. Well, about it. I mean, it's an article about trauma. It's an article about the multiple traumas in our society, the chronic, the acute, the complex traumas, the traumas that we have carried over, that many people have carried over from apartheid, the trauma of COVID, of unemployment. And it is deep. And in writing that article, it wasn't just the thoughts of Mark Haywood, I consulted psychologists, I consulted the Southern African Depression and and Anxiety Group. And this trauma, because we're not recognizing it, because we're not treating it, because we're not treating each other kindly and fairly, is building and is turning into a rage. And what we've seen of the healthcare work or by the healthcare workers is a small in inverted commas, instance of what we saw in July 2021 and what we will undoubtedly see again on a bigger scale unless all of us check our behaviors and work to try to make South Africa a fairer and more equitable and just society, which is something that we are capable of doing. That's the thing that makes me want to cry about our country, which is that we are a rich country. We have all sorts of resources, there is enough to go round, but we've created this inequality that is going to explode. His government says it has no money. If you look back to the budget, which was presented a couple of weeks ago, and you look at the money that was penciled in for public sector increases, it was of the order of the four four and a half percent, which Nahawu are rejecting through their withdrawal of labour, and. There is money, but it is inequitably spent. We have too many middle managers, high managers, deputy yeah. director generals, and we should have many fewer of those. So the money, which is the many millions which are being spent on them, should be spent on the frontline workers, the frontline police officers, the frontline workers, nurses, the frontline uh, orderlies, you know, the frontline refuse collectors and so on. 
Look, you've said it. I can't. I can't add to what you've said. There, there is money. Uh, our government is pursuing a very narrow approach when it says that there is is not money. There's lots of money that could be unleashed, and as you've said, the money that is there is unfairly distributed. Again, you know, going back to health, every healthcare worker I've talked to in the last few days has said that most of the management of the provincial health departments are completely useless. They play no role in the day-to-day running of of hospitals. In fact, they disorganize, for the most part, the systems and the healthcare service. And the people who are the frontline carers are having to be the, the hospital managers by default, because that's the only way to keep things holding together. So, so you know, we are, of course, we don't have as much money as we we would like as a country. We don't have as much money as we need, but we have much more and we could do much more with it if we were if we had good government mark hayward editor of maverick citizen thank you very much for your thoughts this afternoon